So, uh, welcome to the fourth week of our series on the church. We've been talking about, we've been examining the marks of the church in the early Christianity. People in, that, people in that time, every time they think about the church, they think about these characters, or characteristics rather. They, they know that the church of Jesus Christ was a church devoted to Jesus alone. In fact, they see each other every day. How I wish we can also we can also do that, right? See each other every day. But I would see you guys only most probably once a week. But if you miss the church meeting, then I'll see you two weeks or three weeks after that. My <laughs> bet but I hope that even if you are not able to come and join us on a Sunday you don't lose your continued devotion to Christ Jesus and please never be feeling condemned if you have missed the church meetings for many times. Of course, when we fellowship, it's such a good thing to be able to talk, to be able to pray for each other, but I pray that you are doing those things by yourself. Because the early church were devoted to the apostles' teaching. That's the word of God. Okay, ask that person next to you, where are you now in your Bible? What have you been reading? Okay. Some of you we have given, most of you we have given you a Bible, right? Because we want you to grow with us as you read the Bible. Okay. Okay. Can we just make sure that we will be giving them a Bible before the service ends? Itekarak English ga, tetun, bahasa, Spanish, Portuguese, alalak. Alright, but but nevertheless, we'll give you something that you can actually read. Alright, no one should not have a should say that I don't have a Bible. Okay. Everyone should have a Bible. But if you want more, so you can give it away to your friends, to your families, go ahead. Just approach us as well. Why? Because that's our first devotion, the scripture, the word of God.
They were also devoted to prayer, which we're going to be discussing today. They were devoted to worship and to fellowship. Not only that, they became actually a people of service. We focus on our week two where there was a need for people to act out or to, to serve in the church. And because of that opportunity, people rose up to that opportunity and served with a willing heart. I hope that as you continue to serve, you would think that it is not because of your strength, but it is a spirit-empowered kind of service. Right? You serve with love and compassion. And you serve with the mission at the back of your head that says, I have to go and make disciples. And because the people in the past, the Christians in the past, were doing this together, they formed a community. And being a spirit-empowered community, they were doing things, they were united because they understood that it's all by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit, that they are together in the first place. Look at that person next to you. That person is very unique and very different from you. Yeah? Okay. No one is more beautiful or more handsome than the other. Just, just go ahead and yeah no one is more beautiful or more handsome than the other okay okay that's a Filipino joke alright so anyway Betty don't, don't do it don't, don't try to translate it Betty it's okay <laughs> Anyway, the thing is, we know that without the grace of God acting in our lives and the power of the Holy Spirit, we will never be able to sit down together and experience the unity in the faith. This week we had a very good time in the campus, last Friday. I would always talk about this every time I preach because I want you to know that the church really is a people of God called to go outside, not just inside this building. Uh, there's another word for igreja. What did we talk about? Sarani balun, emanibe fiar Jesus. Can we? Can you change igreja to emanibe fiar Jesus? So that we would always think that church is the people called out by God, right? Igreja mak emanibe mak fiar banan Jesus. Nebe 
Roma. All right. So put that in our mind. We are a people called by God. Okay? And we are a people called by God to gather. And our gathering is not limited by the four corners of this building. Now this is the life group we have in UNTL Hera. Well, it's not just that consistent, but every time we see these people, we're getting to know them better. Do you like how Gracie does the selfie? That's that's Gracie. Where's Gracie? She's inside. Don't tell her I said that, okay? <laughs> anyway, but the thing is, we love to serve students. We serve them with compassion. We know that it's not by our strength, but it's really by the Spirit of God that we can even pray for them. Do you see the one praying right there? So who's praying? Is it past, is, is it Mount Tom or uh, Mount Irino? Oh, Mount Irino, okay. So because he was he was doing this, right? Okay. All right. So, why? Because we love to bless students. We were discussing some things about the students and uh, this guy started teasing this guy about a girl. Uh, because of that, we were uh, we were led by God to explain to them that there is a time for everything. And we are glad that they heard that and they've seen, they've read it from the scripture. And, uh, and we know that they'll prioritize whatever God wants them to do first before going into their love life. No, I'm content. I'm looking Bible, Basira, Scripture, Basira. No, Sira Hatene, no Sira Letena, Molok Sira Bukadomi. When you are a student, please be a student. When you're a student, do not look for a dobe. When you're a student, for both students. Alex was actually discuss, uh, having time with the guys, uh, Thomas and and and, uh, and Kevin here. Um, Alex, and then he messaged me. Alex, hello, uh, Sorry, bro. And then he said that, Pastor Gilbert, the guys, they've been talking about marriage. They're talking about engagement, engagement rings, money to, to use for that ring, and so on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he, I think he was feeling out of place at that particular time. <laughs> but nevertheless, our, our goal is to teach people that there is a time for everything. So, 
I think we have to go to the word now, but here is an example of really praying with compassion, with love, and with deepest concern for the future of the students. Antao hienema ke jemplu husi halorasao ba estudante sira ba sirene futuru ba sirene moris now, when I talk about all these things in the campus, I'm not saying that they're the only ones important to us, okay? I'd like you to know this. Because you may feel out of place in this community. Hey, this community is only focusing on students. Now, I want you to know that you're not supposed to feel that way. Because our goal is also to do life groups and build communities, smaller communities among our singles, among our families, among our kids as well. Tambah menyo objektifu maka tu hari hari komunidad iha labarik sira iha emak. And so you can invite anyone here, alright? Have you noticed we're doing uh, we're doing a kids' church every Sunday because we're having a small community among the kids. If you're not yet part of the singles group, go ahead, meet up with them. Every 12.30 in the afternoon, on a Sunday, they meet together and, and, and fellowship and also do their life group. And for us couples... I'm thanking God that there is an existing life group for the couples, for the for the mothers in in Bicora, But we're looking forward that there'll be more life groups that will be birthed. Because that is the church. It's a community of people. But they do come to pray together. So here's what our, here's our topic for today. I hope that after this, you would be able to see that your life as a Christian, as a disciple, as a follower of Christ, will be what? Will be a lifestyle of prayer. Uh, how I want you to stand up quickly and read the word with me from Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to 17. About the time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. This took place during the Passover celebration. Then he imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, 
the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gate. Suddenly, there was a bright light in the cell, and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel struck him on the side to awaken him and said, Quick, get up. And the chains fell off his wrist. Then the angel told him, Get dressed and put on your sandals. And he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So Peter left the cell following the angel. But all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize it was actually happening. They passed the first and second guard posts and came to the iron gate leading to the city. And it's open for them all by itself. So they passed through and started walking down the street. And then the angel suddenly left him. Peter finally came to his senses. It's really true, he said. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jewish leaders had planned to do to me. When he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. He knocked at the door in the gate, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. Recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone, Peter is standing at the door. You're out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When they finally opened the door and saw him, they were amazed. He motioned for them to quiet down and told them how the Lord had led him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers what happened, he said. And then he went to another place. Iha tempo ne, liurai Herodes começa haloteros na Jesus ne povo balu. Ni haruka ema oho Tiago, João ne maung ho surik. Banghira Herodes hare katak Tiago ne matene halo ema bo judeu sira haksolok. Ni haruka kar tam Pedro. Sira kar nia natong iha festa paun latau fermentu. Depois sira lori nia bahatama iha kadeya. I entrega ba soldado grupo hat kodi heng nia lorong kalang. Grupo ida iha eman hat. Iha ema barak nia oin. Durante Pedro se iha kadea, nai Jesus nia povo hal orasaun bebei kolaran tomak. Husuba nama Roma katut taumatan ba Pedro. Iha kalang molok Herodes atau tesi Pedro nelia, Pedro toba dukur hela iha soldado ruan nelet. Sira kesinia hokorenti rua. I soldado balu heng iha kadean nia odamatan oin. Derepente dek, nama romak nia anju ida mosu. I kuartu kadean nia saina roman na bilan tiha. Anju ne fanu Pedro hodidehan. Hader lalais. Korentimos nam kore kedas husi Pedro nyalieman. 
Depois, anjo hatete bania dehan. Hatais onya faru, itau onya sandalias. Pedro hatais tihaona, anjo ne harukatan dehan. Hatais onya kajaku, hodituir hau onan. Pedro mos tuir anjo ne saiwusi sela larang. Mai benia hanoin dehan nia mehi. Afina tebes duni. Sira lau dihusi soldadu ida, depois liu soldadu ida tan. Mak fonto iha oda matan besi nebe hodibasidade. Oda matan ne makloke mesak isira nain rua sai baliur. Lau tuir dalam basidade. De repente deit anjune lakon tiha. Husi kela pedru mesak. Ne mak pedru fon hatene saida maka kontese. Nya dehan los duni, maromak makharukan ya anju mai hasai hau si Herodes ne liman larang. Hobuat at ne bemak ema judeo sira atau halo mai hau. Tuir mai, Pedro baiha joao, Markus ne inan Marian ya uma. Iha ne ba, ema barak halibur hamutuk hatu ela orasang. Husu banai maromak tulum Pedro. Pedro toihe umane nia tuku portaong. Menina iida servisu iha umane naran rode. Bahares semak maine. Rona Pedro nia liang nia hatene kedas. Tamba nia kontenti de mais nia lahanoing atu loke oda matang. Nia halai balarang hatete wasira. Pedro humbri kela iha liur. Sira hatan o gula karik. Tetena fahating. Tewes, nye hiliur neba, isira hatam fali. Kari Pedro nyanju da guarda. Maibe Pedro tuku oda mata nafahating. Ikus mai sira baloke. Kwanu sira hare Pedro, sira hafoda. Pedro halusinal holiman para sira nonok. Depois nye konta onsan nai maroma kasai nye husikadeya. Nye haruka sira dehan. Ini bahwa hatene buat hirak nehotu batiagu hoirmau sira seluk. Depois Pedro saya bahatu seluk. Nice story, right? Let's pray. Story dia kelas kelas. Father in heaven, thank you for this miraculous escape of Peter in prison, from prison. Aman maromak obrigado barak ba milagre nebeita bot halo ba Pedro iha prisaun. We understand that it's the believer's prayer. That you acted upon when you set this miracle in the life of Peter. Ami fear katak idane orasaun aktifu nebe makhusi ema fear nine sira nebe tabot fotek saun idane ba Pedro ne Morris. May we see the power of prayers. Husi kami hare orasaun nenya kebit. And may we never give up on praying according to your will. No halo ami. No halo ami nunca atu para hodi halo rasang baita bot. In Jesus name. Hodi Jesus na naran. Amen. Amen. Wow. Who among you are familiar with that story? You've read that before. And it's nice to read it over and over again. Entre imiser ne semak lete na istorya ne no imisente de istorya ne furak no imile filafali. Lehel dit, lehel dit. Today we're going to talk about prayer. And we will see how God actually made the miracle possible because the people of the Lord, the church, came together to really intercede 
for Peter. And tao, oh in loro intaseba hare kona ba oinsa maromak ne milagre ne bebelesay possible when hira ema fiernain sira hanesang igreja may hamutok no halorasang. Now, okay, we talk about that story. That story was set on a time when Herod is increasing the persecution in the church. Entau ita kole kon ba istorya ne istorya ne wen hira ia tempo ne bemak Herodes halo persegesaun ba ema fiernain sira. And if you know this, what was the early church experiencing? It was not just a persecution but it was intense. Saya mak saya mak igreja hasoru ka ema fiernain sira experiencia Ia tempo neba lawstet persegesaun mebe intense. Intense. It was intense. Not just a simple persecution, but very, very difficult, very hard. Ia tempo neba lawst. Very strong. Lawstet persegesaun mebe buat tidak nebe makaslos persegesaun nebe makasliutang. Now he wanted to persecute the rest of the leaders of the church. No si nia hakarak halo persegesaun ba ema Let's look at the let's look at the scripture again. You'll find that it says here about the time King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. And this was not a simple but a furious persecution. People were not just thrown into, into jail. They were actually beheaded. They were killed. Now look at this. He had the apostle James, who was John's brother, killed with a sword. And when you look at it, have you ever been persecuted because of your faith that it actually put your life in danger? It was a matter of life and death for you. Ime pernah hatan persegesaun sekarang kita buat ni Morris pernah iha fatting estragus nian. Ema pernah halo persegesaun bayi mikalah. Now, anyway, let me let me just ask. Do you know what persecution is? Ime hatene saya dah mak persegesaun kalai. Okay. So what is persecution? Saya dah mak persegesaun. Well. A persecution, religious persecution, if I may say, or persecution about faith, is about is about you are not able to freely exercise your faith because of the people trying to stop you from doing that. In Timor Leste, it's happening. Yeah, Timor Leste, ne akontese. And you may say that, hey, when you tell people that you're a Christian, they started, they started, they started branding you as not the same as my faith. As a person without having having a different faith than mine. 
Saka iha Timor-Leste sekare kita bot den itabot ema Kristaun sira sei hareba itabot dihan itabot iha fiar na bela hanesan honia. Now I want you to know that when persecution when he when when Herod started doing this among the among the disciples among the apostles it was about uh, seven to ten years of being able to freely grow in in your faith in the in the in the city or in the nation of Israel and Jerusalem as a city. Remember what we have been talking about is that the gospel has continually increased. They started, um, when Peter stood up, the disciples started at 120 people. And then 3,000 were added. And then it became 4,000, 5,000. And at this time, there were already multitudes. And somehow, the religious people in that time were jealous of them. They didn't like the Christians. They didn't like how they love one another. They didn't like how they care for one another and help one another that there was no one in among the Christians who are actually poor. They didn't like how they serve and how they love, how they serve with compassion, knowing that it is only by God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. And so they started to discriminate them. They started to put them to jail. You remember last week we talked about Paul, how he converted, how, how God, how Jesus shown himself to Saul or Saul and then he became a Paul who was now, uh, who was now a champion for the gospel. And Saul hasoro na in Jesus nebema agora da down ne sai Paul no nia maxai ema ne belori evangelho And what happened when 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 that miracle happened in the life of Saul the church actually increased even more No when hira idane acontece e Saul ne moris igreja continua sai buras lutang because there was no one else who's persecuting the church. And then here comes another another person in the form of Herod the king. He wanted to please the Jewish people. And you know what? He tried killing Apostle James. They were one of the first disciples of Jesus. They were both fishermen. You remember that? James and John were brothers. They were called the sons of Zebedee. They were called the sons of thunder. And now, James is dead. 
And the people of Israel who were not Christians, they rejoiced. They wanted to see more killing of Christians. No, ema sir nebema kiha ema iha Judeo neba ema nebema la fierba nema Roma sir contenti tamba laihatang ema Kristangona. And then, so what did he do? Tamba ema hotang ema Kristangon. Tapos ayda maknihalo. What he did was, verse three. Sada maknihalo makiha versiklo tolu. Let's read it all together. When Herod saw. How much this pleased the Jewish people. He also arrested Peter. Okay? It took place during the Passover celebration. So he arrested Peter, put him in the jail. But then he was not, he knew that Peter was, by the way, Peter had a story of escaping from jail. Okay? This was not the first time that Peter was thrown into jail. And he escaped. So therefore, Herod knew that and he said, ah, I have to put so many guards so that this guy will definitely not be able to escape. Entau, iha tempo nampak depois dia mahu tetiago, iha versiklo tolne, Emma komesa contenti ona ho Herodes niya persege saungne, entau niya kokotan atau oho Pedro, entau dalam primero niya tau Pedro iha prijaung, niya hetan eskapa, entau dalam ruane niya so that's why, if you look at this, then he imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads, of four soldiers each. So 16 Roman soldiers were actually guarding him. And you know how big is a Roman soldier? How trained that soldier is? Entah ini hari ema soldado si ema Romano sira sira. He will be the likes of John Wick. If you know John Wick. <laughs> so sorry, if you, if you watch the movie John Wick, so Roman soldiers are very good soldiers, okay? And so we just know that these are, this is, you call this heavily guarded, okay? He was. He was under a. He was heavily guarded. Nia guarda ba. How do you say heavily guarded? Okay. Seguranza nabe makaslos. Okay. Seguranza nabe makaslos. All right. Let's say that. Now, now let me tell you that persecution is not only happening in the first century Christianity, but even now it is happening. And it's happening in many nations, right? By the way, the number one for persecution of Christians would be North Korea. North Korea now, North Korea is opening their, uh, their doors right now. So, I think soon missionaries will be going to North Korea to be able to share the gospel. India is also one place that there is a heavy persecution for Christians. India, 
They also burn churches and they kill Christians. Now China is another one. You know that China is a communist nation, right? It says here in China, they're closing churches, jailing pastors, and even rewriting scripture. Wow. Now, um, that's not the only thing that's happening in China. They're also killing people there. You know, around the world, 245 million Christians experience high levels of persecution every year. That's a lot. 245 million Christians, they experience a heavy persecution. Furious persecution. Out of this persecution, every month, there are 345 Christians who are killed because of their faith. There are 105 Christian churches, buildings that are burned, attacked, and closed down. At the average, there are 219, 219 Christians uh, every month who are arrested and they are sentenced, they are imprisoned, they are given no trial. <coughs> I'm not sure if you if you're available if you know that the Christians here in Timor Leste are also being persecuted. The Constitution of Timor Leste gives us religious freedom. Okay? It's there in the Constitution. But that is not what's happening. Have you heard of the pastor in Likisa? The rest of the aldea and the suko and the village actually wanted him to go out of the village after being there for over 10 years because they are afraid that people are becoming Christians, getting to know, getting to know Christ personally, and their lives are being changed by God. Now here's what's happening in our every nation church in China. Now, Pastor Casey Liu is our senior pastor in Every Nation Taiwan. Pastor Casey Mihanesan Pastor Nebemak Senior Pastor Iha Taiwan. So during the 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 heat of the the persecution that's happening, our church, okay, the Christians in China, specifically our church, every nation, was actually uh 
infiltrated by spies from the government. Durante a mahalo persegueção, sirahetan hafuhu husi emahalo hafuhu basira husi governo. Yes. You see, our church there is underground. Mere when you say when you say okay not, not really under the ground but that means uh, uh, they they do things in a very secretive way okay right? it's a secret all right yes okay so here's what pastor Jackie, Jackie said uh, just talk to pastor Jackie this is late of the late of late he's in very good spirit. I'm encouraged by their unity and love for one another in his congregation. They are all in even stronger faith to move forward and multiply into four congregations from one because the government stopped them from meeting. Go ahead. Pastor, Pastor Casey Nedehan. Karakatete ba imi husi ne husi pastor Jackie iha China nia emanebemak dia close iha spiritu non hauhetan encouraging husi unidade domin ba malu iha nia kongregasang sira hotu hotu sai makastiutan nia sira nia fear no muda ba oin ho multiplica ba kongregasang ida kongregasang hat yeah, because they are now big. And a meeting like this is shut down in China. We cannot, we cannot uh, be in, in a place like this. We, can be as, we cannot be as many as this. I can only meet with maybe 10 people. Something that will fit in an apartment or in a small room. Two thousand um, seven, we went to Beijing. And I've seen firsthand how is it and why and how how do churches in Beijing actually thrive and continue to make disciples? And they really cannot meet, they cannot meet as big as they could, as they could. They cannot sing and shout as, as loud as they can. In fact, when they sing, there are nothing like this. You cannot, you cannot use this. Because it will attract attention from the police. And so they, they, they use bikes, all right? Uh, people in China, they use uh, bicicleta, all right? And so when the policemen would actually see a lot of bikes parked in one place, they'd actually, they, they'll check it out. And so when we when we worship there, everything is closed. And we're just a few people in the room. There are no instruments, and so therefore it's all a cappella. Just use your hands. But you cannot even clap very, very loudly. 
Nomas italabele bakuliman makas. Why? Because it will attract attention and the policeman will actually just open the door and disband you or put you in jail. Tambasera, tamba idenese fo atraksaun ba polisi sira sirse mai foti sira ita no ba komarka. So, please do pray for the church that we have in China for these three things. No favor, ba igreja hetina. So, they'll be able to quickly find four places for meetings. And for the new congregations, the new leaders and teams will be strong and arise to the occasion. And Pastor Jackie will be able to have a good sleep in the middle of the trials. Really, that's the, that's the reality Buras liutan, no tercero pastor Jackie sebeler descanso dia iha tempo iha tempo nebe mak nehetan problema. Sorry, we cannot show you a picture of Pastor Jackie. Ah, disculpa, milebel. I cannot also tell you the place where they are meeting. Ah, the city in China that they are meeting. Ah, how lebel hatudu pastor Jackie nya foto, no mos fatig nebe sirah sorumalu ba. So let's let's believe God that. Even in the, believe God with them that even though in the midst of furious persecution they will thrive, they will grow, they will multiply. Okay. Okay. What else? Let's go to the next one. From the story, how did they respond? In times of persecution. Antaw husi historia ni, saya on saya maksira responde ihe tempo nebe mak persegisaun mosu. You can look, you you can see that in verses five and twelve. Ima belharai dene ihe versikul lima no sanore sinrua. Let's just read verse verse five first. Maita balle versikul lima uluk. Durante durante Pedro se ihe kadeya, nai Jesus ni povo halo orasaun bebek holaran tomak. So they were praying continually. Uh, in fact, the, the, the act of praying continually is called fervent prayers. And this was what they're doing. They, their, their prayers were fervent. And they were really intense. Because they know that there is nothing that they can do except that the miracle of God should what? Should come between them. Have you ever been in a situation where you know that it is not and it is beyond your powers already, your ability and your skill, and you need the miracle of God so that it will actually happen? Let's read that in English. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. Now, do you think that they only pray earnestly because of the persecution? 
agora em Mihanoin, Sira Haloração, Nafatim, Tambadit, Perseguição. Do you think that this was the first time they actually prayed earnestly? No, Imihanoin kata idane primera vez basira to Haloração. You see, the church, the lifestyle of the church is prayer. It is natural for a believer to actually pray and talk to the Lord, his God. It doesn't have to memorize prayers. He has to just speak and Talk to God from his heart. You see, when you talk to God, it's not about saying the Our Father in heaven, holy be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us a day, daily bread, forgive us our sins, lead us unto the day, but deliver us from evil. Amen. It's not about that. <laughs> it's at the number of times that you repeat that. Repeat that ten times. It's not about that. It's not about how many glory be to God have you said. Glory be to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. As it was at the beginning, it's now never shall be world without end. Amen. All right? You know that, right? It's not about that. It's about a heartfelt prayer from the church. A heartfelt prayer. It's about the prayer that brings you down to your knees. A prayer that brings your bring brings you tears because you know you are interceding and travailing and you know that nothing will be able to nothing will happen unless God actually moves on your behalf. How do you pray? Do you really pray crying out to God, Lord, would you bless me today? Would you provide for my tuition fee? Would you heal my father? Would you save my family? They were in fervent prayers. They knew God would do something, but they don't know how it's going to be. You're praying for a job? Believe God. Have, a, have that earnest prayer before the Lord. And really intercede and really believe God. Lord, you are able to open that door for me so that I can get in the job that I have applied for. You have to ask Tom with respect to relationship how he fervently prayed, okay? Until God opened the door for a Filipina wife. If you want to learn how to do that, if you want to learn how to do that, you ask Tom, okay? 
I can teach you how to fervently pray for a car. I can teach you how to fervently pray for a house and a lot. I can teach you how to pray fervently for the salvation of your family. But I, I pray that that would be your lifestyle. When you pray, you fervently pray. You continually pray. You never stop until the answer is already there. Now when we pray, we don't just pray because we want to be blessed. We have to pray according to God's will. When I was a student, I used to I used to expect that my father, who is into he swims every night, you know that, you know you know what 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 fathers do when they swim every night. They do this. When he was a student, how many nani kalang kalang? My my father was into gambling when we when we were young, and he would be all night. He will not sleep. His sessions will normally start at nine o'clock and will end up at six o'clock in the morning. Man. At times we pray, my, 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 my brothers and I, that my father would actually win. So that he can actually give us some, some of the money, okay? <laughs> but I think and I believe that no matter how fervently I pray and earnestly I pray for my father to win, Whatever his winnings are, not really are the blessings coming from the Lord. You know that. Because it came from a process, from a game that is actually about greed and want for more money. Because my eyes are on money and my faith is on money, that money is going to be my salvation. If we pray that way, that means money has become an idol in our lives. My, 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 my wife was one day uh, given a, some money from his dad's winnings as well. His dad won. I'm not sure if it is high ally or uh, in the Philippines, bro, okay? So whatever, or Tebe Tebe. How do you call it here? The, the, the... You know what? Shirley actually did not receive it from her dad. Well, of course, the reaction of a dad would be, he got mad. 
no sim reaksang usinya apa sih murmura But because we are Christians, our conviction is that we honor God in everything. If anything that we're, we're doing is not honoring God, then husik ba? You have to let it go. You have to release it. Now, fervent prayer. I pray that we would have that kind of eagerness to pray. We'd like to invite you to join us in our media prayer and fasting, which will happen Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Next week. I invite you to join We'll pray lunchtime. You can join us lunchtime if you're free. And then on the last day, that's Thursday, it's going to be 5 o'clock. Yes, and then worship night as well. Now we pray for we pray for personal faith goals. Faith goals. Say, for example, you need physical healing, you need uh, spiritual healing, you need prosperity and abundance and rich generosity. We'll pray for that. We we'll also pray for our families. We also pray for our careers or our success as well. And then we also pray for ministry. The small group that we have, our discipleship, salvation of our family members, of our classmates, and so on. Please do join us. Okay, now let's go to the third one. About to finish this one. What was the result? of the church's prayers. Remember that uh, when, when Peter came to them, they were actually uh, they, were, they were praying when, when Peter started knocking at the gate. And And so what happened after that? What happened was, there was a miracle. Out of the fervent prayers were the faithful, was the faithful intervention of God in the situation. No, it's God's intervention. Maromak niya intervensaw. Yes. Basira ho sirene fielidade. So let's just read that. Tamaita balay dene. 
Read it with me. Peter finally came to his senses. It's really true, he said. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from, the, and from what the Jewish leaders had planned to do to me. Okay, I think I have the letter there. That's amazing, right? That's, uh, that is really a miracle of God. I don't know what happened. Maybe he became invisible. He went through the he went past the guards. Okay. First guard, second guard, third guard. Then finally, the angel left him when he was already what? Safe and sound. Right in the middle of the street. What do you think happened the next day when Herod actually came to know that, hey, where is Peter? He escaped again? Well, you know what happened, right? There was a Siratun Sai, okay? They were looking for Peter all over the place. And then Herod called the guards, the 16 of them. Because they couldn't believe why could this happen? Maybe it was an inside job. You know what an inside job is? Right? You know that, right? So it was a conspiracy among the guards to release maybe Peter. You know what Herod did, uh, did to them? All six of them got executed. Yes. All the guards. They got executed. Yeah. So. And then what happened? What else happened? Because do you think the church stopped uh, stopped praying? You know what happened there, right? Peter had to escape. And he had to what? He had to go out where, uh, go out of the territories of Herod, the king. But the church continued to pray for, pray for deliverance, pray for God's mighty power to be released. And so one day, Herod. Herod was actually very proud that he is a king. And so he went to a, he went to another region, Caesarea. And then he sat on his throne and there were people that he addressed, okay? That he, he, he stood up and spoke to, the, to these people. And then people started to clap their hands. Ooh, wow. This message is not from a man, but from a God. Yeah. 
And so the proud Herod said, did not acknowledge God at the time. And this is what happened. Let's read it. The repented date. Man, he was eaten by worms. He was eaten by worms. Imagine that. You, can you imagine you getting sick and right there you're being eaten by worms alive until you breath your last. That's what happens when you don't give the glory to whom glory is due. Want you to all stand up right now. I'd like us to give the glory to whom glory is due. <clears throat> I want you to know that when the glory of God, when God intercedes, this is what happens. In verse 24 of Acts chapter 12, it says there that the word of God spread even more and the disciples multiplied even more. So let's remember the three things we have learned today. From that story, we've learned that you may not be experiencing it right now but when you experience the furious persecution please do not give up do not give up on your faith but some of you already had that had experienced that even from your classmates from your families from your friends and it brought you tears and it hurts right when the very first people whom so, who are supposed to understand your faith are the very first people who would try to persecute you and deny you because you are standing for Jesus now it hurts what is our response as the Christians, as the people of God? We never stop praying. Let's be fervent even more in our prayers. Now that may be about persecution, but anything in your life that needs fervent prayers, if you have needs, if you have things that you're believing, God for if you are sick be fervent in your prayers on those areas never stop praying and then one day you will see the faithful intervention of God you see our God is a good good father he cares for each one of you. He loves you so much. So whatever is it you're going through, let's give it up to the Lord today and allow God to move mightily in our situations. Whether it's healing, whether it's promotion, whether it's a job, whether it's 
about your school, whether it's about relationships in your family, whatever that is, God is able. Idenek ko na ba itabot ni servisyo ka, itabot ni promosaong ka, itabot ni edukasaong ka, familia, sada det, entrega ba na maroma ko? Father, you are you are good. And Jesus went back to you in heaven. Jesus sent back the Holy Spirit to be with us forever. And so Holy Spirit, thank you for being here. We will have the strength to move on, to go on. We will never give up. We will continue to believe. Because we know that you are with us. And so, here is our fervent faith. Here is our fervent prayers before you. Let it become a pleasing aroma. And would you move mightily on our behalf? I want you to raise both of your hands to the Lord. And just ask God to move in your situation. Talk to God right now. Father, forgive us for our lack of faith. Forgive us for not being fervent in our prayers. Forgive us for praying not according to your will. The Lord, we are your children. From this day on, would you create in us that fervency in prayer? We will be deeply rooted in prayer. We will be we will have a lifestyle of prayer. And so thank you for giving us the access to you directly, Father God. 
We don't need saints to pray for us. We don't need any person to pray for us. But Lord, we have the privilege of praying to you directly. And as your children, you hear us. You care for us. You loved us. And you're going to intercede and do, do intervention on our behalf. And we thank you for your grace in our lives, Holy Spirit. We receive your forgiveness. Do unto us what you will, O God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Woo!